can okay. we do can we do a final amazing let's do it again amazing you go low i'm gonna go high amazing i went too low that yeah. was good let's do it again amazing yeah <laughs> Welcome to the Raw and Wild Hearts, a place where the raw, the unfiltered, the wild hearts gather to celebrate triumphs and hardships, learn from each other, grow together, and break down a culture rooted in fear. We will talk, we will laugh, and we will lean on each other about everyday life experiences that we could all use a little support through. And then we'll bask in the wild, magical beings that we are. My philosophy is that by embracing the dark, we may just let in the light. I am your host, Lori Rising. Healer, educator, writer, adventurer, retreat leader, birth defender, and animal enthusiast and activist. Along with my wild heart sidekick, Kitty, Jesus the Brave, We'd like to invite you to get excited about the Wild Heart Revolution. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. It's the beginning of season two. I cannot believe it. It's called The New Normal is Nothing Normal. Oof. Are you feeling me on this? We are in some intense energies and times right now for so many reasons. Wildfires, COVID, politics, karmic reckoning, planets retrograding and squaring, triggers resurfacing, old wounds making their final appearance if you do the work. Parents trying to barely hold it together. Inner truth, rebalancing of divine feminine and sacred masculine inside of ourselves and outside in our systems. P.S. This one takes a while. Let me just say this because I cannot say it enough. When you feel disconnected, distracted, unable to perk up, you are doing the work, the inner work that we are all being called on to do. It's your choice. We have free will, but it's hard work. It can feel relentless, but when it does break through and the lessons and learning come into alignment down from your highest self into your human self, oh, it feels good and it is definitely worth it. Ascension is beautiful. But do not forget, it was your work and movement into the uncomfortable spaces that allowed for such great change and for your shift dimensionally. And this is a perfect time to talk about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. Let me tell you, I am in the karmic reckoning and clearing right now. Yesterday and last night were rough. I cannot wait for my telehealth therapy appointment coming up this Tuesday. But let me tell you about BetterHelp. That's Better H-E-L-P, whose mission is to make professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient. Like I said, my telehealth appointments have been critical in the weekly and sometimes daily emotional landscapes I'm moving through. I'm busier than ever trying to make this soul mission stuff manifest, so just sitting down in my home for a quick hour makes it work with these new time demands for the new world. And it's an hour I look forward to, especially right now. I am chomping at the bit for my Tuesday appointment. What I've learned about talk therapy is that you definitely don't need a specific reason or issue, but if you just start, it starts for you. So here's the thing about BetterHelp. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist based on those needs. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. The service is available to clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor, which is rad. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So visit betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com forward slash raw and wild hearts to get 10% off your first month and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. The link is in the show notes below as well. Check them out, get that support, and really accelerate the clearing and healing that can elevate you and take you into the ascension that Amy and I talk about so much today. So in today's episode, we catch up with Amy Rehagen, the Raw and Wild Hearts podcast very first guest for our very special one-year anniversary in season two reboot. This conversation is like a 2020 variety show. We are definitely having a fun and friendly one where we touch on dating and relationships in relation to deepening our higher consciousness. We talk about thriving in quarantine, the COVID evolution of humanity, astrological love and shifts happening, the evolution of our friendship and selves, doing the deep soul work for the collective conscious. I mean, there's so much that we get into. I hope that you stay with us for the most informal interview I've done so far, but also a pretty fun one with our excitement and elevation. Since we talk about astrology, I'll just say if you know anything about it, you can definitely hear Amy's double Virgo steadiness and my double Aries. Well, I mean, let's be real, five planets and Aries passion in this conversation. I got pretty hyped up since it was just like most of our hangouts. So welcome to my everyday world. I decided to do this to get my podcasting wheels turning again. The health crisis from the West Coast wildfires really triggered some difficult healings for me and the podcast got shelved for a bit. So thank you so much for coming along for this informal, relaxed and fun ride for my season opener. Oh, And make sure to check out the show notes for the download of Amy's very helpful tips on meeting people IRL in real life. And y'all, this doesn't have to just be for dating. It's good for everyone. If you're looking for new friendships, cultivating new community, it's wonderful. Now is the time to cultivate the community that increases your vibration and raises you up. And thank you for taking the time to listen. I know how valuable your time is. We are busier than ever. I'm working pretty much seven days a week, every day, all day. One habit that I got into through quarantine that I love is I take an evening walk almost every night and listen to a podcast. So I get to tailor that to whatever I need, whether it's business, spirituality, astrology, laughter, all of those things can really shift my day, my mood, my energy, and I get out, get fresh air and get that walk in. So every time you subscribe, listen, like, comment, and review the show or my posts on social media, it means the world to me. 
If I know that something I'm putting out resonates with you, it tells me that this is making a difference out there. I do not take it for granted. Let me know what you think. Uh, Pace and Grace said, wow, Lori has created a wonderful healing experience inside of the conversations of the Raw and Wild Hearts podcast, a community of laughter, birthing anew, and building the strength of awakening the life force is a great revolution. Subscribed. Thank you, Lori and Beezus. Oh, Pace and Grace, thank you so much for these beautiful words. Thank you for being here and taking the time to be with me and my guests, as well as support my small business with your actions. Okay, on to the episode. Amy Rehagen is a longtime hospitality professional with a passion for wine and a deep love of astrology. She believes in developing a life balance through curiosity, refinement, and healthy boundaries. Her interest in wine led her to pursue certifications through the Wine and Spirit Education Trust, as well as training in viticulture and wine hospitality through Chemeketa Community College. Her curiosity in astrology has her asking everyone their birth time and place in order to learn more about them and the world. Currently, you can find her following the planetary transits while sipping a nice glass of rosé. Please welcome Amy Rehagen. Hello, Amy. Hi there. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming back to the Wild Heart Revolution. Feels good to be here. Wow. There are so many feels right now, but let's start with a toast or a prayer. Let's do it. To the Wild Heart Warriors and our light, especially our dark, and in all of our magic and glory. May we continue to elevate consciousness through honesty, humor, humility, gentle care, and soul-wrenching growth. And to us, and to leveling up in 2020. (laughs) To us. A year later. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like it's a celebration. It absolutely is a celebration. Wow. I didn't even think about the celebration part until right now Mm -hmm. that I've been like staying in, continuing, like fighting for my soul mission for a whole year. Yes. Wow. Congratulations. Whoa. And we hung out for like three hours before this. I know. And that just really hit my heart right then. Oh, I love it. So great. This is Amy Rehagen, my very first guest from Online Dating for Old Timers. I'm having all of the feels and all of the downloads right now of everything, like every blood, sweat, tear, like smile, everything that's happened this year for me to continue this. Mm-hmm. And three weeks ago, I was ready to give it up. It's it's amazing to have been able to watch your transformation during this time. Wow. Being the first guest and then now like a year later and yeah. I'm like, wow, I've seen you really work through it and struggle and keep coming back and here you are. And that's because we're actually friends IRL. True. I mean, yes. we've gotten so close since a year ago. I would say a year ago when you came in, we weren't we weren't hanging out much. We had been hanging out again for a little bit, but yeah, we weren't hanging out regularly where I was like, oh, I need to call Lori about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's Lori doing? doing like the soul sister call. Mm-hmm. Like you and I do the voice memos like none other. Yeah. You, you taught <laughs> me that. <laughs> I was like afraid of them until you started using them. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. And now I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. Isn't it so fabulous? It's great. Using technology to our advantage. And when I say advantage, I mean our connection, mm-hmm. like creating a connection through technology I feel like you can tweak it in certain ways to have that feeling with someone 
So when you hear their voice or you see them, I, I get you to FaceTime with me all the time, too. Sure. You yeah. know, you're always trying to call and I'll FaceTime you I back. Because <laughs> I'm true. like, I just want to see you. I, I like want to hang out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. There's so much that we need to get into. Oh, my gosh. So what we're going to be talking about today is, of course, dating. Of course. That is first and foremost. And I've got a bomb to drop on y'all. Ooh. Amy Rehagen has a book in the works. <laughs> There's definitely a good idea for a book that I have been uh, working on, the idea at least, uh, this year. So That's how all books start? Yes, with one idea. Yeah. I'm still in the research phase of the book right now. Double Virgo research, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> you know, research is important. I got to feel grounded. <laughs> I need to There's have a all process. the information. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking, thinking a lot about writing a book. So we're going to go through online dating. We're also going to dive into quarantine, not only surviving quarantine, but thriving quarantine. Yes. That's what we're getting into. Yes. We're also going to get into soul mission, soul calling and astrology. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can't wait. So many things. This episode is called The New Normal is Nothing Normal. Ah. I feel like there's so much to weave in and out of, and I hope everybody comes along for the ride because you Mm. and I have actually gotten so in sync with each other over all of these months. Basically, we're in a relationship. (laughs) Basically, yes. Right? Yeah. You're my biggest relationship in Portland. Mm -hmm. All of the rest of my relationships have gone away because everyone went into their cocoon. They went into their quarantine, and you and I decided to quarantine together. Yes. And that was a pretty powerful move. Yeah, I'm really grateful for it. It was definitely what we both needed, mm-hmm. I can see now. Um, it just we both were pretty much quarantining alone, living in homes alone. We don't live together. But once this started and once the initial freak out and fear kind of subsided and it was like, oh, okay, you can kind of pick a couple of people that you actually can hang out with and feel okay with it. And Lori was definitely like the person I ended up spending the most time with. And it was so helpful. Ah, she was in the similar place to me. We both live in a house by ourselves with one animal, um, which is great, but not the same thing as a person. And uh, it's been really nice to FaceTime, check in with. At first, it was just oh, let's hang out in the backyard and have a backyard little fire. And then oh, it was slowly the fires, like, girl. The fires were very helpful. I feel like they were soul quenching before like, the wildfires when we yeah, felt no. comfortable having <laughs> yeah. a fire in the yeah, backyard. Absolutely. We did that a lot. And then it was slowly like, oh, like, okay, can I come into your house? Okay. And mm-hmm. you like kind of make it okay. And then it was like, all right, now we've accepted that we are going to like be okay with each other's germs for lack of a better word. Right. And it was so refreshing to mm-hmm. just like, know there was someone you could like, oh, we can ride in the car together and we ended up traveling together one time and you know it was just nice to feel comfortable to let somebody in like that because we both needed it oh yeah we're single we lost our jobs we were kind of like holed up in our houses even though we could go outside but isn't it interesting how powerful fear is oh my god because everyone just got put into a complete state of fear and I mean I felt really comfortable with COVID because I had the podcast with Dr. Peter Borton Mm -hmm. but I still like went into that fear of like, okay, I have to stay away from everyone. 
And it was more yeah. for the sake of everyone. Absolutely. Because I don't have the fear of COVID. Like I've been working on my health very much to be able, I want to be able to fight off viruses. Humans are made to fight off viruses, but because of our practices, we have decreased our immunity. We have decreased our ability to do that. And this is a really big wake up call. Absolutely. It our won't be the only virus. It hasn't been the only virus. I think we really need to be paying attention to who's in the mass media. Are we learning about health? Are we learning about how to boost our health? Or are we only talking about, you know, antibacterial soap and um, hand sanitizer? Hand sanitizer. And we're actually decreasing yeah. our immunity the yep. more that we use those things. That's why I did that episode. I'm hoping Dr. Peter Borton will come back this season yeah. because I want to check in again. Check in. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to give more resources and more information. It's funny that you say that. I went just for a general checkup the other day and they were like twice were like, oh, do you want a flu shot? Do you want a flu shot? And I was like, uh, I think I'm okay. And then my doctor came in and asked me again about it. And I was like, I've never had one. I think I'm okay. And she's like, you know, there's a whole controversy right now because everyone is being so much more careful. People are like washing their hands and wearing masks that maybe the flu won't be as big of a deal this year. So she like oh. actually supported me in a way that I didn't expect because it was like the assistant that was like trying to get me to get the shot. And I was like, I don't really think I want it, you know? Yeah. And she was like, well, we can do it. You don't want to do it. Okay. But I didn't feel any judgment, which I thought I might have felt from just a general practitioner doctor. Yeah. But you know, she's like, people are being a lot more careful and it may not be as big of a flu season as we think. Right. So it was something to think about. Absolutely. But, um, I mean, I'm, not into getting one anyway, but uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. So absolutely, like we need to look at how do we boost our health? How do we right. be a culture that has preventative health care? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I know we're worried about the flu season that's coming, but I think actually this might be an easier, let's hope, easier year for it than before. But yeah. it was nice with conventional medicine, which is not something I'm a huge part of. Um, I do just try to take care of myself on my own. I luckily have a pretty good constitution already. I exercise, I take my vitamins, I try to eat right. You know, I try to do all the things. Also, I've not been lucky enough to have health care for most of my adult life until the quarantine mm -hmm. when everything changed and I was able to finally get health care, um, which has just been magnificent and something we should all have. But um, luckily, I've been taking good care of myself up until now and it feels like it's paying off in a lot of ways. So keep it up. Stay healthy, people. Take your vitamins, <laughs> drink your water, go on your walks, yeah. whatever it is. Get some fresh air. Fresh air. Um, Hydrate. When you, when you can find the sun. I know out here it's away in the winter, but uh, it comes out every once in a mm -hmm. while. You got to get out then. So Vitamin D is so important. Mm -hmm. It is one of the most important hormones mm -hmm. that was not acknowledged for a long time. Humans are made to be outside mm -hmm. and in the outdoors and being active and moving our bodies. What do you always say about me? I love this. I don't know what it is that I say about you. You always say, Lori doesn't spend money on a lot of things, but she'll spend <laughs> money on supplements. It's so <laughs> true. And her food. She right. wants quality food. Uh -huh. She likes to buy organic and high quality <laughs> things. She doesn't want to spend a lot of money on other things. But when it comes to her health, 
Yeah. She is all about spending money. Yeah. There's a lot. I was just checking out these supplements in her kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What's this? I don't even know what most of it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's everywhere. And anytime I'm like, well, this is going on. She's like, well, you should try taking this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know. Like, oh my thank gosh. you. I am the supplement queen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was just listening to Molly McCord's podcast the other day and she was talking about exfoliating your skin but also like taking supplements to kind of cleanse the inside of your body and I was like yes I love that I Mm -hmm. mean it's preventative you know and people think oh vitamins are expensive I don't want to buy them and you're like well what's the alternative yeah what's more important than your quality of life exactly if you feel like crap Mm -hmm. your life kind of sucks yep I was in a car accident what a year and a half ago oh my gosh yeah I've just been getting out of the pain Mm -hmm. in the last month or two I didn't date. Ooh, segue. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I seriously haven't dated since I was in the car accident. Because when you're in pain and developing an entirely new online business, there is no time to get out of your sweats and bun. I didn't take showers for days at times. And, you know, quarantine just promoted that. It oh, just it was sure like, did. Keep it rolling. A lot of support. A lot support of support to be um, in your jammies all day long. All day long, every day. So even tonight, we actually got a little gussied up, right? We didn't even tell each other. I just Mm -mm. showed up and I was like, I'm wearing some jewelry. I'm putting on some sparkly eyeshadow. I'm like, it just feels good every once in a while to actually put some things on besides my jammies and my hair in a bun. So grateful for this. I know. Agreed. You came over and you're like, I'm adorning myself. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We started with the huge online dating for old timers episode. Mm. So I thought it would be unbelievably fun to have (laughs) season two episode one kick off with a where are they now thank you you i held that way too long i was like come on i I told you i was uncomfortable making music laurie you did good you did good though that was good i mean like two seconds earlier would have really helped me but it was fantastic uh yeah online dating Are we still doing it? Big topic. Um, I am not doing it. That's a big fat no. Yeah, it's a big fat no for me. (laughs) I am. Let's see. We did the podcast last October. I was still pretty active with it. Yeah. And uh, the next few months of the year, I had some disappointments and some frustrations. And one of them kind of commenced right at the end of the year. And so I decided on the 1st of 2020, January 1st, that I was no longer going to internet date. Or let me back up. I say I'm not going to do it for the next year. New Year's resolution. Um, It was a New Year's resolution that I have truthfully kept up until this point. And I have chosen to, I just decided for me, it was feeling like a lot of frustration and disappointment. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to separate myself from that. And I've had an interesting experience this year with it. Um, but right now I'm also like getting to the end of the year and I'm like, maybe I'll give it a try again when 2021 comes around. What? But I am staying clear of it through the end of this year. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Just recently I've been thinking yeah, about. Yeah, we have not spoken of this. I just, maybe it would be fun to try it out. I mean, maybe not. It, it would be good to try it and see what happens. But this is the last time you spoke of this. You were like not open to it. Right. So this is a big shift for me to hear right now, which is juicy and exciting. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Shifted. So, um, yeah, it's I just felt like 
in a lot of ways, people use the internet dating as like, oh, that's, that's all there is. That's just the only way you meet people anymore. And I don't believe that that's true. And I kind of wanted to prove to myself that it wasn't. And it's not true. You can still meet people. Even in a quarantine, you know. Um, oh, girl. <laughs> we have someone here that has met many people since quitting online dating in person. Isn't that what your book's about? Yeah, that is going to be what my book is about. It's basically going to be my experiment with giving it up for a year and showing how you can still meet people. People do still want to talk. And when you let go of this whole like, oh, I just stare at my phone and click through and nothing really matters and you're judging so quickly, like, oh, step back. I've been working on lately stepping back and trying to see the big picture. I tend to focus in. And when you step back, you're like, oh, but there's people everywhere. And if you just make a point to talk to them, you never know what could happen. Yeah. And you've done it a few times. I have. Um, it started out with a guy asking me out from the gas station that I frequent at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I we love never it. actually went through <laughs> on a date, but it was nice. And then I asked out a guy at the Toyota dealership who turned me down because he had a fiance. I swear there was something there, though. And then it moved into uh, a guy I'd had a crush on for a long time from the dog park that I finally asked out. And we went out and had a lovely experience for a few weeks until I got my heart kind of crushed. But it was we're still friends now. And um, that's just how it goes sometimes. You moved through it pretty quickly like we've been working I on did. that I feel like you and I have been kind of in flow working on oh relationship gosh, yeah. stuff and this is big right now it is big like 2020 and Molly McCord has said this is all about relationship with yourself mm -hmm. now you have defied that <laughs> in a few ways I have <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but but at the same time the things that you've chosen to get into, I feel like have been working on your relationship with yourself. That is what I have seen. That's what we've talked about. Right. And so I feel like you're still in the flow. You just decided to do it in a way like you're kind of like side skirting it a little so that you have some romance and fun as well. Yes. <laughs> well, not to touch into one of our other topics too quickly, but as far as, um, astrology goes, I have a lot of planets in my seventh house, which is the house of relationships and partnerships. So even though I have a tendency to want to just hide out and do my own thing, I really learn a lot about myself through other people. So despite this year being the year of relationship with yourself, I've managed to make some connections because I think that I learn a lot through it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been there with you. I've been learning a lot through you, through it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, she's pretty much like my therapist on the side that gets me through everything because it's been a tough year for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then you throw trying to date. I mean, at first I was like, well, I'm never going to date again. This is quarantine. People just yeah. aren't going to ever meet up anymore. And that's like the mentality you had because I split up with the dog park guy right before everything kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. So my thought is, okay, well, that's it. I guess you're just, you're just done. Mm -hmm. um, and then lo and behold, uh, another man came into my life through a friend and we had kind of a nice casual affair for the past few months. And I he came over the first time. I'm like, how's this going to go down? Are we, he showed up in a mask. I didn't really know how to handle it, but you know, you start to just 
see people on the regular and you let them in and you're like, all right, I'm going to let this person into my, my little world. And it works out mm-hmm. and you realize, wow, okay, there's a lot of people out there that really just want to find somebody co- to connect with, especially right now. It doesn't have to be forever, but people need people. They need to find some people they can be close to that they can touch. It's really important. Mm. So you're the only person I touch. <laughs> <laughs> and it took I'm us a so while to even get it. there. We yeah. didn't even hug for at, at first. Like so. even tonight you came over and I just like, Yay. I kept hugging you. I know. We don't usually hug that often, but today is just a different special. Well, when you came to my house a couple of days ago too. You Did were, I hug you then yeah, too? Yeah, you were very excited. I'm really needing yeah. some hugs hey, right now. We you're my touch. <laughs> you're my touch person. There's not very many people for me, you know, that I have been able to hug during this time either. Oh, I mean, but you, you've gotten a little bit more than hugs. I have. I have gotten. <laughs> but I want to say, I want to point out that you... <laughs> You made that happen. I did. So every person, this girl is like, (laughs) she is dialed in, y'all. This is the point of her book is that she made a commitment. Can I go with this? Um, She made a commitment after she quit online dating pretty much a year ago. You said it was around the new year. It was, yeah. Yeah. Literally New Year's Day. And she committed to meeting people in person. Mm -hmm. That being said, it's still not the norm because no one was coming up to her. You did have one. One. You had one dude. Yes. But then he didn't follow through right. for whatever reason. I think we did. We talk. We talked about him on the podcast a year ago. We might have. I think we did. Yeah. So, okay. That was before. But in the past year, this woman has kicked ass and she has walked up to every one of these people or somehow put herself out there mm-hmm. and really just opened up to whatever would be. And that is something that we have in this wounded culture that we're now Mm -hmm. starting to dismantle and heal. We're shifting because we have learned a cultural conditioning of fear, scarcity, competition, not enough. We create these really fearful stories within our minds and you have bucked that. congratulations Thank dude you. it's um it just it really comes down to all of a sudden where i'm like you know what what have i got to lose here and it's i have to say that it's different once i get entangled with someone i still have a hard time there uh being vulnerable i'm putting myself out there you still have but, the old conditioning yes yes but the initial encounters i've been able to to do that i don't know how or why it's just um I feel like you made the commitment to yourself. I did make the commitment and I just get so frustrated with waiting sometimes. And I'm kind of an impatient person. So I'm just like, hey, I'm into you. Are you into me? Like, let's just do this Um, or not. But tell me. Um, I just think I love that. And guys, too. And like they've had a lot to deal with, with being the one in the past that was responsible for getting everything going and. I get that. And they can be wishy-washy. And then there's like me too movement. And then there's all this pressure to not be too forceful. And then it was just finally like, okay, fine. I'll just take the reins on making things happen, which I do in other ways of my life. I'd love it if a guy just came up to me that was awesome and asked me out, but it doesn't always work out that way. It 
pretty much never works <laughs> out that way. I know. Like um, since I, my last person that I was intimate with, which mm -hmm. was what, 15 months ago? Wow. Yeah, girl. That's, that's a uh, long it's time. It's a long time. Mm -hmm. And you know that I'm a sexual person. Right. Like I believe in hormones. Hormones are health. Mm -hmm. Having those connections and the orgasms mm -hmm. are actually our health. You know, I have no shyness around that. Mm -hmm. I have ascended past that arena for myself mm. you know what i mean hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> but no judging like if that's no, the thing if that's the thing for you there's a very specific mentality of online dating and we talked about it mm -hmm. a lot last year because mm -hmm. we were talking about how to be conscious online dating and like how to have a more elevated experience a more positive experience and i feel like you and i both left online dating because it was no longer a positive experience like right if you watch the new documentary, what's it called? The Social Dilemma? Yes. Yeah. Then you know what we're talking about because online dating is social media. Oh, my and God. It's, exactly. It's very consuming. And you, it's like a specific lifestyle that you kind of jump into yes. while you're doing it. And so I think that you and I both pulling out of it, we had a lot of soul growth to do because shit's going down y'all yeah and when i say that i mean the planets are aligning we are shifting as humans the earth is in a new heartbeat we're in a new earth awakening after the schumann residence shut off came back on that's pretty much the frequency of earth it's her heartbeat so there's a lot happening there's a lot of work to do if you choose to participate if you choose to drop in, mm -hmm. the soul growth, the soul shifts are there for you. Yes. And we have been doing it. I've, we've definitely been doing it. Tell me about it. I have really taken a deep dive into learning about astrology myself, and it has uh, changed my life at this point. I got into it wanting to, I, you know, lost my job, didn't really want to go back to the restaurant industry. So I've been like, what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? And I'm like forcing it all the time. And I was like, okay, I got into astrology, started researching my own chart. And I was basically like, oh, okay, I can learn so much about myself through this. Hopefully this can guide me into another career path for myself. That was my original thought of getting into it. And so I started studying. I took a couple of online classes, reading some books, talking to people about it. And now it's just like becoming more like, well, wait a minute, maybe this could be my next career choice. And I got into it wanting to learn more about myself. But now I realize, oh, now every single person I ever meet, I want to know what's your birth time? Where? Oh, my God. I love it. Date. I love okay. it. Okay, So I can look it up and be like, oh, so your Saturn's here. So here's where you struggle with things. And oh, <laughs> here, Venus, this is this is your love language. Like it's just becoming like that. So I want to like know everybody's information so I can learn how to connect with them in a better way. It's perfect for your analytical mind. It is. I do have a really, <laughs> my sun, my moon, and my Mercury are all in Virgo. So I definitely <laughs> lean towards this analytical style. Yeah. And sometimes that's to my detriment because there's a certain amount of intuition involved. So I have to be careful not to let that take over and try to drop in. That's my challenge right now. Mm -hmm. So but I'm working on it. I'm trying. I'm trying lots of different things. I was just telling Lori, I've been reading all these books and all this like 
educational stuff. And finally, like she had suggested trying some podcasts and some uh, other groups. And it's great because it's giving me more of a discussion aspect or just a little more modern style than these books from the 1980s that I'm reading that are great, but also a little outdated. So well, and also has you in real time. Yes. You know, it has you in the flow that's happening right now, the energy that's happening right now. Like books are wonderful, Mm -hmm. but we've been a little too in our analytical minds. Like that's the culture that we've been conditioned in, which Mm -hmm. is the very left brain, you know, competition, scarcity, fear, like Mm -hmm. all those things are all in our, I always tell pregnant women when they're in labor if you start asking yourself what if this mm-hmm. you've left your birthing body and you're in your analytical mind that's the mm. fear brain and so when we're in our intuitive body or our intuition we're not asking what if this we're in it yeah we're doing it you know what I mean yes listening to your body really tells you everything you need to know but we get so far away from that yeah because we, we learned the, that yes we, we got taught to buck our creativity, mm-hmm. to shut down our expression, mm-hmm. and just be in rules and regulations and norms, right? And classrooms and learning and reading. And yes. this is the great awakening. Like, this is happening. It is happening. It's a big. It's it's the biggest year. I mean, I I don't know what's to come, but good Lord, it's the biggest year I've had so far. I feel like in my life, I've never... Well, I've been gifted with this time to like really take this deep dive into something I'm passionate about, but also just working on myself mm-hmm. without as many of the obligations of daily life. Like what a gift. And I know there's been a lot of bad parts about quarantine too. There's a disease that's out there, this virus that's, you know, taking people down, but there have been bright points and there have been some silver linings and some people are getting that more than others but I agree it's your choice to try and dive into that or Mm -hmm. not it's not like it's all been easy for me but I definitely we talked earlier about thriving during quarantine and I feel like you and I have found a way to make it really work for us instead of just fighting against it or being unhappy or sad and depressed and retreating into your vices You can also find a way to make it work for you. We adapted. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That being said, we come from a place of privilege. We do. Like that is, I'm very clear on that. I know and understand that. But at the same time, it is our duty to drop in and follow our soul's mission to elevate the consciousness of this planet. Because the more that we do that, the more that the whole world gets privilege. Yes. Because when the money comes into the hands of the light workers and the people that are community oriented and positive, then they are going to elevate the rest of the planet. That is the great money mindset that is happening right now that I am dropping into. And it is not comfortable. It's not easy. None of this is easy to shift a mindset that has been subconsciously programmed into you your entire life. And we're in it right now. We are. We're going from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Ages are, I think, 2,150 years approximately. That sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) So this, this is, it's, it's such a huge shift in the entire mentality of a universe and a planet. I mean, I almost feel like it's so big and you and I are both 
kind of in this that it's like there's so many things I want to say to drop into that. But I think to pretty much summarize it is that the age of Pisces was about belief in something else, right? So people had faith in their God or their religion, and then they were just doing their mindless living, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like their, their something faith, like greater than something them. greater than was going to take care of everything. Mm-hmm. So we just let the politics run as usual because right. that was something that was just going to be taken care of. It was our belief. So we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is all about knowing and freedom Mm -hmm. within ourselves so it's actually about becoming sovereign beautiful beings and realizing that we know all Mm -hmm. we have everything within ourselves and within ourselves exactly all of those structures are now being uncovered we're getting the information we're understanding where it's it's overwhelming because it's coming at us constantly mm-hmm. but it's necessary right it is. because the only way that we are going to heal i believe that bodies can always heal like humans can always heal i believe the planet can heal i believe energy can heal mm-hmm. but we have to actually be a participant in it you have to do the work which we've been talking about this whole time like right like you can't just sit down and like get tapped in meditate do whatever and expect everything to come to you you still have to do the work too like you still have to keep trying and going for whatever you're doing making it a part of your life talking to the people like you can't just stop and set and like expect everything to come either and we are at a time that has all this support is support for people changing their ideas about things you know, Aquarius ruled by Uranus and it really shakes things up. It's doing things your own way. It's um, bucking against the old system. And that's, like you said, that's the age we're coming into Mm -hmm. right now. Um, But it requires your effort. It's not just going to just happen with nothing, you know, and there's a lot of people not choosing to do work, not trying to change things that want to stay in this old system because they are comfortable with that. And that's what they've known. Mm -hmm. And they're afraid of change fear so yep you know we've talked tons during this time about coming at things um out of abundance instead of scarcity oh girl it's like been our theme You're talking this whole, my language the whole entire quarantine we've talked about this yes and it's true it's it's i find it all the time i've got i was just telling Lori, i've got some family being like well so you're not really working are you looking for a job and i'm just kind of like you know, I'm making things work for myself right now. And I've got this time that I've never had before. And they're like, yeah, but I mean, the winter's coming and there's probably not going to be a lot of jobs. And I'm like, yeah, but does that mean I need to just take a job that doesn't work for me, um, that makes very little money just because I'm afraid that there won't be anything? I, I, I know that there are things out there and I know that we can create these things for ourselves. And again, it sounds like I'm coming at it from a way of privilege and I know that I have that. But I really think that if you want something, you can create that for yourself mm. too. Create your reality, baby. And right now, my reality is taking this time to keep doing this work and figuring out what is the right path for me, how I can be a part of this world in a healthy way. And I don't want to give that up to go work at a job that doesn't fulfill me, that it doesn't really support me mm-hmm. just because it's what I'm supposed to do. Right. Well, that's the wounded masculinity mm-hmm. that we're shifting and dismantling right now. Thank God. With that wounded masculinity, it's 
competition, fear, scarcity, Mm -hmm. right? And what happens with that mentality, we have learned to sacrifice ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's not just the baby boomers, but I feel like it's like our grandparents' generation. Mm -hmm. It started with them. And we became this generation of really hardworking, sacrificial people. But we just sacrificed ourselves for our jobs, for our health insurance, for we stayed in relationships that are completely unhealthy, if not abusive, just to keep the health insurance that's sacrificing ourselves. So I feel like we're being supported in a way that's so beautiful planetarily. We have a lot of topics that we're covering and we can't really drop in so deeply. But if you start listening to astrology podcasts, you will really understand what's happening with the Schumann resonance and with the new earth awakening, with the moving out of 3D into the five dimensional plane and the 12 dimensional plane. You know, I know you feel it out there and you might be scared. And so you're going the other way. Mm-hmm. And we have such a beautiful ability to drop in and work through the fear. I'm never going to say the fear is not going to be there because you and I like just the work that we've been doing in what the last six months, Mm -hmm. we've both been through the highs and lows of it. It's intense. Like ascending is physically intense. It's emotionally intense and it's spiritually intense. We are having astrology that we've never had. This is like we're creating history here. Mm -hmm. Big change is not easy. It's not comfortable. No. So some people aren't going to choose to do the work. A lot of people aren't going to do the work. Yeah. But you're right. I love when you brought up the collective consciousness. And I've been reading a lot about that with astrology right now and how, you know, you get to this, like, there's this wheel that you're going around through all these different phases and the signs and you get towards the end, which happens to be Pisces and you're in the 12th house. And it's like, okay, now we're, we've gone through like learning about ourselves and learning how to react with people and how to do all this. And now it's like, how do we get back to becoming all one again? And that's like that whole collective consciousness. And so even if 10 people raise their vibration, it helps the whole entire consciousness. Mm. And even though there's always going to be people that don't want to do it, that's fine. That's part of it. But like the more people that try to drop in, that try to really raise that, you're raising the whole thing for everyone, which is just beautiful. Absolutely. Lightworkers unite. Mm -hmm. God damn it. I know it's it's good to (laughs) finally feel like I'm a part of it because I'm really getting the chance to. It's just this time has been such a gift for me to be able to have this and really like delve in the way I've wanted to for a long time. But work overwhelms you. Mm -hmm. Obligations, um, family, whatever, uh, keeping up the house, all these things that when you really find something that grabs you, you can kind of let go of a lot of that and put your energy towards what's really important. So it feels so good. Like the adaptability, it's like as soon as there was an opportunity to become adaptable, I dropped in. It's like I dropped in and I'm never going back. Yeah. And it feels so good. I have a father that is in AA through his whole life. He has said the serenity prayer to me so many times. And the thing that I remember the most is him always saying, accept the things I cannot change. Yes. Accept the things I cannot change, change the things I can. And the ability to know the difference. Yeah, Mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think that's a much like kind of harsher way to say like 
spiritually <laughs> adapt to things. Right. <laughs> but I grew up with that. Mm-hmm. And it's a great mantra. It's a great motto. It and it's something that humans kind of learn their way out of. Yes. And now we're being like hit with so many things that how do we create health? Right. There you go. My grandma was a super devout Catholic and she always had some like a framed picture of the serenity prayer. And it was just something Mm. that I didn't learn in the same way you did, but definitely saw and was like, oh, yeah. And it makes sense when you think about it. You're just like, oh, you can't change everything you know, but you got to know the difference. You got to know what's worth fighting for and what you just have to adapt to. Mm -hmm. Adaptability is huge. Mm -hmm. It's a big problem in our particular country. People being averse to any kind of change Mm -hmm. and just getting set in their ways and not being open-minded to anything. Not being curious. Not being curious, not leaving the same small part of the world they might have grown up in Mm -hmm. and not ever getting a bigger picture. And not that everybody has to move away, but I don't think people realize what that can do for you. And it doesn't have to be forever, mm-hmm. but moving away and broadening your perspective, um, it, people don't realize how much that can do for you. It's a life education. And you can always take it back to where you came from. Exactly. Too. Um, but, you know, deplete, or not giving yourself that opportunity, I feel like you're really doing yourself a disservice. And whether it's you go away for college or you go travel for a year, whatever it is, but getting mm-hmm. away from this one place, the only thing you've ever known is just really important. I feel like life experience is the best education we have. Yeah, me too. And that's the thing. I Again, I feel like that was what humans were made to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to, when we lived in community-based living, we used to tell stories and that was how we learned through storytelling. Mm-hmm. That was education, and we've gotten so far away from that that I feel like the only way that we can really come back to heal everything that's like, what did somebody just say to me? Portland's a dumpster fire, or 2020 is a dumpster. Someone just said to me, 2020 is a dumpster Mm -hmm. fire. Yeah, and yeah, things are blowing up all around us, and it takes, it's the same thing as when you have, an injury in your body and you don't address it and it continues and continues until it screams at your body and gives you so much pain that you cannot ignore it. Yes. That is the world right now. Yes. The world is in so much pain. We cannot ignore it. I'm going to be honest. I did not think I would see this in my lifetime. I knew it would happen. Like I was very clear that this was going to happen. A virus was going to come. Something was going to happen that was going to shake the entire world. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually happy I'm here for it. I feel like I've been preparing for this my entire life or my career. I also agree. I I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't think it would be in my lifetime. I didn't think that I'd be in this point in my life when it happened either. And I'm like, oh, here I am. And it's been hard and it's still continuing to be hard, but it's also kind of awesome. If you're connected in any way, you're doing the work. I think so. Like we can still have plenty of nights where we have a a fire and drink wine and whatever. But Mm -hmm. every day, all day long, like I almost feel like I'm in my sweats because I'm doing the work. I'm doing Mm -hmm. Ascension stuff. And Mm -hmm. some days you have to just lay low and you have to have a hard day because there is so much happening energetically Mm -hmm. that it's 
calibrating in your body and your nervous system and you have to honor that that's what we're learning is honor our natural rhythms our natural processes our connection to the universe and the stars and the planets and the moon and the cycle I don't know how to describe it but all I know is I am now connected in a way that it flows through me instead of me having to think about it Mm. right that's amazing I mean, you are too. I mean, I'm not, yes, I'm not quite as dialed in as you are. And whenever you talk about stuff, I'm like, that's where I'm going towards. That's what I'm working towards. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm doing the work to get there too. So, oh, yeah. And I mean, we've talked about this. I've been working in this field for 20 years. Right. Because it's just all out there for you. You just have to go after it. And that's like coming back to that whole like people not wanting to change and like, uh, go into any kind of ascension because it's mm-hmm. easy to just stay where you're at. It's yeah. it's hard to change. It's a challenge. It puts yourself out there. For me, everything keeps coming back to vulnerability and it's really hard for me, but I'm trying to work on it because you have to be afraid to fail. You have to be afraid to put yourself out there. You yeah. have to be afraid for things to not go the way you want them to. Mm. And if you stay in your comfort zone, you're never going to fail but you're also never going to get anywhere. You're and you're never not going to learn. learn. Yeah. yeah it's Girl, mm. I feel like that is the key. Mm-hmm. As well as in COVID, we have all had to get creative. Mm-hmm. One thing about COVID and the quarantine is I do feel like years from now, a lot of us, more than we even realize now, are going to look back and think fondly of this time. Yeah. And right now, not everybody feels that way. And I get that. There's a lot of other stuff happening. But I think there's going to be a point where they're like, oh, remember that? Remember when we had time for slow living? Remember we had time to spend with our kids? Remember <gasps> when we had time to work on ourselves? Well, remember when we dropped into being human? Right. Like you actually have to drop into how do I access my humanity to mm-hmm. deal with mm-hmm. this? Because we weren't taught how to deal with this. Right. So it actually pulls you out of that uh, linear learning Mm -hmm. that we are taught our entire lives. That becomes the norm for us. And it's like, oh, wait, I have to access something that I wasn't taught. Here's a crazy curveball nobody Mm. really expected or at least most of us. Yeah. And how have we all handled it? I mean, Mm -hmm. I think it says a lot about who you are and what you're willing to do to keep going on how you've handled this time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the, this, the COVID evolution I talked about humans yeah. becoming human again. Yeah. So let's just finish up with dating. Okay. Where are you at now? So right now I consider myself to be 100% single. I have been casually seeing someone for a few months now. And it's been a little confusing because I never really was sure where it was going. Um, There's been a lot of lessons. I've been trying to learn a lot about myself. It's been a little confusing, partially because of the time, partially because of the situation. But I definitely consider myself to be 100% single. I um, am just (laughs) trying to make room in my life for the right kind of situation or uh, the situation I really want to come through. Mm Mm-hmm. And this has been a wonderful time during the quarantine. It's been great to meet someone that I was able to be close with and gain some lessons from. 
quarantine sex buddy quarantine sex buddy has been very (laughs) very awesome i cannot deny yeah no regrets on that that's for sure and i i want to caveat that was more of a joke i want to caveat that with i feel like it's not just sex like you have a good relationship you have a friendship and you have a romantic relationship absolutely that was that's how i would quantify it i was just me i you know Mm -hmm. this person's (laughs) been on the other side of quarantine where he's actually been working more than ever before so it's been very different for me being really available i've had to shift the way that i looked at our time because it kind of had to be whenever it worked out for him if it didn't work out for me that was fine too but i've been pretty much always available And if he was available, sure, okay, no, not today, that kind of thing. So it's been a different um, take on it for me. That's how you grow. Yes. And it's been almost 100% positive. Um, But definitely still open for new things to come in. And I feel like that's what's more important right now. I have had a great friend slash dating partner for the past few months, um, but you know, we're keeping it really open for sure. Definitely, definitely ready to get out there and, and talk to some people. <laughs> and you're open to doing online dating again? Um, not this year, but I think that I am open to it in the future at some point. I mean, I don't know, but I definitely committed to the year this year not doing it. And I will. It's I will a hold good to year to commit to that. It 2020 was a, it was a great year to the choose. relationship with self, even though you decided to invite some others in. Yes. I still think online dating takes so much energy and it really shifts your energy oh, because you yes. create this entire life. Yes. With this like it's so electronic consuming, you know, and yeah. none of it's really very real. And most of it is someone you never even actually meet. Yeah. And so you make all this time for this person and this interaction. And then it just. I don't know what it's really teaching me. Well, you create an expectation. Oh, so many. And that is the that's the downfall of where we have been relationship wise. Mm-hmm. And also add into that what we talked about earlier, we've been in a sacrificial place for so long. We sacrifice ourselves. So we've been doing that in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I know that you and I have talked a little bit about that through this relationship where it's like well, if you're just available all the time, where's the empowerment in that? Right. You're on someone else's schedule. And I just wanted to bring this up real quick. And it's about your person. And this is where I, th- I feel like we're moving to in 2021 with these magnetic soul pairings that Molly McCord talks about so much that I believe her. Mm-hmm. I know it's coming. I know it. But your soul pairing, I feel like we are so dropped in to the new earth frequency Mm. if you're choosing it we have free will if you're choosing to drop in you will know that's your person unequivocally Mm -hmm. like you will know so deeply on such a soul level that you will not question it like the whole texting thing Mm -hmm. you won't question like oh what did he or she or they mean by that or Why am I not hearing from them? You know, you're not going to have that anxiety of sacrificial relationship pairings. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. How I say it like that? Yeah, I mean, my last boyfriend partner that I had for many years, there was was never any of that. That's the trust. It was great. It was right from the beginning. There was no 
is he going to text me back? Oh, mm-hmm. is that weird? What does that mean? It all just made sense. So, yeah, that's when you're coming from that place of trust and abundance. So we're moving yeah. to abundance over scarcity. Yes. If you want to drop in y'all <laughs> and community over currency. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a big one. I'm going to I'm going to add to that the money mindset like there's still currency in the world and we need to get that currency into the light workers and the community based and the positive ascended peoples. Right. But we're coming from a place of a heart centered receiving and emotionally acknowledging place, right? With the divine feminine coming in with the age of Aquarius, it's coming in hot for the solstice. Yeah. I think you and I are going to be working more and more on this as it develops more and more. You're like, you're just like squeaking into <laughs> the opening. Right. There was so much to wade through for so long that it took me a while to find my path to get dropped in, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and you were doing so much work on yourself in the relationship that you were in. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That was a whole other a soul growth <laughs> situation. And I did that with my lover mm-hmm. 15 months ago. Right. And I feel like you were doing kind of the same sure. ascension work in relationship. And that takes some time. It does. To move and through it's, that. It um, takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a, it's all consuming when it's happening. Yeah. It's hard to focus on some of your other things. Because even if you know this person may not be your like, partner forever person whatever you want to call it it's still a person that all of a sudden is a big part of your life and you want to give a lot of energy Mm. to and you want to give a lot of thought to even when you're not with them because you're like I have a very analytical mind so I'm like what's happening what could happen what about this what does this mean you know and it takes you out of your day-to-day things that you're working on even when you're not with them so I I don't love that about it because there's a lot of time I feel like my thoughts went to this when they could have been going towards things for myself. Mm -hmm. It's difficult for me to make that separation sometimes. So always, always learning, but you learn so much. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's not to be discounted. Great. Thank you. That kind of work. That's our thing Mm -hmm. as humans. Relationship is our thing. So I feel like our wounding is all around relationship. You know, I was happy for you. Oh, yeah. At times I was like, all right, girl, when are we going to wrap this up? (laughs) At the same time, I was so happy for the lessons that you were learning because I know those lessons and those are, I feel like, some of the biggest ones because of the cultural wounding Mm -hmm. that we learn and develop around relationships, especially as women. Yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh, yes. So I think I want to end that with, girl, (laughs) 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 you know it's true. No, girl, if you're texting with someone... Mm -hmm. And if you got this connection with them, just think, is that how I would feel with my person? Mm. Like if you're questioning something, if you're not trusting something, if you're feeling anxiety about something in your interactions, that's not your person. Right. You can stay because we're not always going to have a forever person. That's the thing. You're going to learn lessons all the time. But we have this tendency to try to make everyone, especially I feel like as women in this culture, we have this tendency to try to make everyone our forever person, especially when we become intimate, we get that oxytocin rolling. Mm -hmm. It's a really beautiful natural drug. It can kind of cloud our reality check. 
I right. think. But there is this thing of divine timing and sometimes you're not quite ready for this forever person. Exactly. And so this other person comes in and it's like, oh, okay, this could be a great person to spend some time with and yes. learn from right now. So, But we don't learn that. We always try to make that person into our forever person. Don't you agree? Uh, that happens a lot. Yes. Even if your intention in the beginning isn't to do that, it right. does sometimes get warped into that. Yeah. So that's where I wish that we were teaching young women, especially or young people in general, that people come in and out of your life all the time mm, and they're always yes. creating a lesson for you. And most of the time, it's not your forever person. Mm -hmm. I feel like we would we would ease a lot of heartache if we had that kind of adaptability in relationships. Right. But we're taught that we're less than something's wrong with us. If they don't want to be with us forever, if this doesn't become like the forever relationship, because that's always our number one goal. This is something I want to work on so hardcore with young girls, mm -hmm. because if we learn that from little on, then you're in and out of relationships. You're learning lessons left and right. It's amazing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they were a failure. It's a success because you learned something and you connected with someone, you created something with someone, that energy is in the world. Right. And you played it through to the end and then you evolved. Yeah. Oh, evolution, curiosity, sexy words. <laughs> I squeezed every, every drop <laughs> out of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who's your dream guest and why? Well, I mean, it's kind of funny because I already thought about this and we've already touched on this, but it would definitely be Molly McCord. She's been pivotal in my mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. uh, uh, drop down into astrology. And mm. I found her through you and started listening to her podcast and then decided to take a class and then took another class. And mm -hmm. now I'm just one of her biggest fans. So, ah, uh, uh, great. Just, we were talking about like, like becoming friends with people. And I'm like, oh, she's the kind of person that you and I would just sit around and like have a talk with mm. and share some wine and talk about astrology and just life. I love it. Molly yeah. McCord, shout out. Yeah. We are so connected. Our cells are everything around us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like life is us. We are life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Molly just has such a fantastic way of guiding you through that. Mm-hmm. Even if you can just glean a couple of things out of it, like it helps you. It helps you make sense of things. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, like I remember at one point she was like, oh, this month there's going to be a lot of false starts because Mars is here and what's going on. And I'm like, OK. And then like that kept happening. I kept having false starts. And mm. I was like, she was right. It's OK. It's not yes. a failure. It's right. not like something's not happening. Like you got to keep trying stuff, but not everything's supposed to go all the way through to the end. So that really helped me. Yeah. And I She's just creating the adaptability and trust. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for bringing her in. She yeah, is our sure. favorite on She's this show. Favorite, yeah. Seriously. So I'm going to throw out Jen Sincero. Oh, good one. Yeah, dude. She has rocked my world. Mm -hmm. And it's that was more in the beginning of quarantine because mm -hmm. it was we went to North Carolina together and I read her first book. Right. Quickly when we were coming back and immediately like. I feel like she is my biggest cheerleader. She doesn't even know it. But as I'm <laughs> reading her words, I'm like, yeah, I am awesome. Yes. I can do anything that I want to do. Right. I read that one, one of her books, too. Yeah. And your high glowing recommendation. I was like, you got to read this because you were I, you were in a lower place at mm -hmm. that time. 
was like, please read You Are a Badass. You said you were going to get it for like pretty much everybody to read too. Right. Which I thought was awesome because I think everybody can benefit. Yes. So please, Jen Sincero, come on the podcast. <laughs> I just want to pick your soul mm-hmm. because she did it. She did the work. Yeah. She dropped in. She Her resource list at the back of her book. Did you read that? Yes. It was like what 15 pages long <laughs> yeah it was great because I started out listening to her book um and she reads it too oh nice so at first I was like oh you feel super duper connected and then at one point I realized I was like no I want to actually read the hard copy of the book because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like you know places to stop and think about things and do this so I did that as well so it was great getting both sides of it because listening to her talk about it was almost like having a podcast situation with her, you know, and Mm -hmm. hearing her voice and how she says everything. And it it just really like helped bring it all home, you know? So yeah, she's great. I was like, I want everyone in the world to read this book because I feel like life would change Mm -hmm. because people would believe in themselves in a way that has never been possible before. I feel like she tickles that place in you that most (laughs) tickles that place in you (laughs) but you know what I mean I feel like she can like scratch that it she gets to that place that it's the cheerleader that we should have had our entire lives right imagine if we had that growing up and you don't have to like do everything she says in that book she's giving a lot of different suggestions and ways to improve your life even if you just grasp on to one part of it right what resonates with you right like not every single part is going to be for you not every single mantra or even a mantra at all is going to work but that's just one part of what she has to offer so and the yeah her style is just like hey yeah I know what it's like to just keep talking about changing your life and not really do anything about it I've been there and Mm. it's like oh yeah I you're right and you know it just takes these small little things that you just start doing and you build upon that and you really start to create these changes you create your reality but you have to do the work you do and that's what we've been doing Mm -hmm. and it has not always been easy it's not always been fun at times it's been amazing you know the spiritual awakening is off the hook And at times it's so low that you think you're never going to get back. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's okay. Yeah. The whole ride that we're on is so raw. Mm -hmm. It's so wild. And I'm really glad to be on it with you. Me too. So much gratitude. Amy Rehagen. Lori Rising. Thank you for doing this with (laughs) me. Thank you for coming back and hopefully inspiring people. Yeah, I think we are. Changing the world? I just, I have to believe that we are. You know, there are a lot of people that are a few years behind maybe where I am or where you are. Mm -hmm. And like people need to hear this. And I think there's people out there that are going to resonate. Awesome. I resonate with you. Very last thing. Mm -hmm. Amy and I traveled together. I I think we've mentioned it a couple of times. We traveled together early on, like maybe in June. We went to North Carolina together and... We're both very much into astrology. We love it. Let me tell you why it's really fun to have a friend that's (laughs) into astrology. It takes the pressure off because you can talk about it and you talk about what's happening. And we knew there was a Mercury in retrograde. We did. And we were like, okay, let's just be really clear with communication. Let's be really gentle with each other and just kind of not take anything on personally. Mm -hmm. And we did a fantastic job. We did. And we played to our strengths. Mm -hmm. Your double Virgo-ness was really good. (laughs) 
navigating. Yes. I'm good with directions. I was really good <laughs> driving. I drive hours and hours and hours. I'm, I'm an excellent driver. Yeah. We switched it up once. I was like, no, no, no. Let's go back. <laughs> that didn't work. I was like, where are we at, Lori? I don't know exactly where you've taken us. I started talking and like I wouldn't look at the map at all. Yeah. And Amy was four blocks ahead. <laughs> she had, the, and it was beautiful. Yeah. And like just dropping in in that capacity where I was like, this energy feels good. The other one doesn't feel good. So let's not do that anymore. Right. And I was fine with that. I was like, you're cool driving the whole time. Okay, great. I mean, I, I can, but if you're comfortable there, I'm super comfortable doing this. And it worked really, really you well. You were navigator extraordinaire. Thank you. I like it. Amy, I would like to do a takeaway. So I'm going to offer people a PDF to download okay. of dating tips that might be coming out in your book. Oh, my gosh. You mean dating not online, like actual regular dating? Sure. Yeah. Or tips on how to meet people IRL mm -hmm. so that there's not so much pressure to be online. Right. Okay. Amy Rehagen. <laughs> yes, Lori Rising. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great time. It was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Check out our Instagram reels. Ooh, <laughs> we did an Instagram reels tonight. And it's Amy's birthday. Okay, we're out. Okay. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. <laughs> and with that, let's normalize the struggles, celebrate the quirks, and lean into the light. From myself and Beezus the Brave. Happy Wild Heart Revolution, friends. Do you think people are going to like follow us on this? I sure hope so. We, we feel like it was really... Well, I think you're gonna, your editing skills are really going to bring <laughs> everything together.